Blog Talk Radio. Boxing, 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 boxing. Outside of Boxing Podcast coming to you live on this June 16, 2019. What's going on? How are ya? Right now, I'm currently in the room tomb. I literally got my microphone plugged into my cell phone right now. As I got one here, one hand on the wheel, and one hand on the on the phone and the mic. I'm right down the street from my house right now, pushing out of the the folks' house, swinging off some uh, plates that I made for some of my my friends, female friends, good friends, best friends, all that good stuff. You know, being a good Samaritan, doing my good day, a uh, good deed for those who've been working all day. Um, but happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. Like, for me, I mean, the only people that call me daddy is my girl. But, you know, did I get a Father's Day gift? No. Whatever. Got a sandwich made yesterday, though. Professionally, Subway-type shit should have been made today. But she, he neither here nor there. Um, but, yeah, man, I mean, I, I wish all the fathers out there uh, – uh, a really good day enjoying time with family and all the things that matter in life. Some of you who uh, were fortunate enough to get gifts such as Jordans and things like that. Y'all winning, man. Y'all winning. Um, but anyways, other than that, all is good. Um, me, on the other hand, I went and got, I, I'm not the mushy, gushy family type person, to be honest with you. So, um, I got my dad a little something that uh, my dad is is an asshole, point blank, period. And me and my dad don't really get along a whole lot. But it's that rough love type shit. So, you know, he's he, he getting a little old now. He's like 52 or something like that. He's getting old and, you know, he's like, boy, you see my cup? My, my, the, um, the, uh, the metal cups that hold the uh, cold water for 24 hours and the hot water for 12 I was like, no, I ain't seen the cup, man. And he's like, I know you took it. It's like, bro, why the fuck? <laughs> so I got him this big ass, like, uh, jug, metallic wise. That was a good, like, forty bucks or something like that. This big ass one. I said, here you go, partner. Since you think that, you know, he's getting old and see now, so, you know, he's just he's 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 turned to that point where he shakes his fist at kids that are running on the grass and talks about get off my grass, you young punks. So, um, I spent a little time with the families today and uh, you know, RKO my mom in the pool and uh pretty much that was it. So I don't really spend too much family time and stuff like that, so it was a really good time. But fuck out the way. Uh had to get out here and make this time happen today for what was going on in the boxing world. 
but before we go to all in all, because we have a list of things to get to, we got an hour and fifteen minutes today, folks. So we're gonna um, we're gonna slice the fat, and we're gonna get straight to the meat and potatoes. We got to talk about Tyson Fury's performance against uh, Brie K. Swartz, or was it not? I don't know. We're going to talk about Barrera Hart, including the uh, referee who is also a, a figure in that fight, being Jay Nady, uh, a guy who I got I got some words to talk about. Uh, the KO Doctor and Tabiti, Warrington's Gift, and my girl, Michaela Jocelyn Mayer, in her first 10-round performance that she had yesterday that was uh, uh, globally viewable on ESPN2. As I paid for ESPN Plus, thinking she was going to be on there. That's five dollars I'll never get back. Five dollars may not seem like a lot to people, but the other day at work, I found out I had a hole in my pocket, and I knew I had a quarter in one back pocket, and I had seventy-five cents in the other pocket that had the hole in it. So when I went to go get me a a, a beverage from the vending machine, the hole had missed out my seventy-five cents. I'll never get that back. Whatever, though. Let's go to my guy, D. Willa Wilson. Janelle, I know you're with us. Stick with us. We're going to uh, go to you right after after Willa. And I would just like to say, Willa, happy Father's Day, Father's Day to you, good sir. Um, I know you're a good family man and all that stuff. And, uh, I mean, for me, I don't really know the significance of how Father's Day works out because, like I said, me and my dad, we don't have the greatest of relationships, you know. Um but I see you out there on Facebook with your son and all that good stuff, taking him to Rockets games and all that. You know, that's dope. I like that. I like that a lot. So I know you're a good family man with your daughters and all that, C1, C2 and everything. And I know today means a lot more to you than it would for someone like me. So happy Father's Day to you, good sir. How are you doing today? My guy. Oh, man, uh, appreciate it, uh, RC, man. Uh, you know, wonderful day. Uh, I knew – you know, I know I'm getting old because I got I got a two I got two outfits. Both of them were and one outfits from uh I think this from my mom or and my and my wife. They hooked up and got me some and ones. Then my wife, she thought she was doing something good. She got me some six ring Jordans. Anybody knows me, you know, I only wear Air Jordans with the number behind them and the retro. Uh but she got me six rings. She thought she was doing something I, I appreciate it. Uh, she, my son got some too, but I'm, I'm taking them bitches back. But she, she understands. But I had to, I had to teach her. Hey, you're taking them back. Air Jordan. Yeah, yeah. It has to say Air Jordan, then the number, then retro after it. Anything else, Jordan six rings. You know, that's that's not my cup of tea. You know, I leave the team Jordan, team Jordans for other guys, man. But hey, besides that, went to my, went to went to my dad's house, cooked some food and shit. You know, so. Had a good day, man. You know, I appreciate yeah, I appreciated everything. Uh appreciate you giving me a shout out. Appreciate uh JP. Um, so yeah. It was a little week week weekend of uh a boxing really, but you know, a lot to talk about. But yeah, happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there, man. Yeah, man. A surprisingly good week. Um I think that looking at some of these fights. They're really underrated and things like that. So, whenever we check, when I was checking them out yesterday, I was uh, very impressed. But uh, nonetheless, 
been a good week. Had the last two days off. Hot as fuck out here. Pushing 103 on average. Shit's killing me, man. Killing me, man. I ain't ready. I ain't ready for this heat. It was just two weeks ago we had, you know, flooding and thunderstorms and shit like that. So, but, man, as I barely get in the crib right now, I'm pushing it. And I've been pushing it all day since five this morning. Um, and been going, man. Been going. But, uh, Let's go to Janelle real quick and see what's going down on the East Coast. Cause I know I was talking to Janelle earlier, and uh, I know the times got a little differentiated uh, by an hour. So let's uh, let's go to Janelle real quick before we start all this boxing talk and see how he's doing today. I don't know if uh, you know Janelle travels a lot. I don't know if uh, yo if he might have you know handle some business overseas and things like that because, you know, when I go to Mexico, some people like to say that I might have a little luchador somewhere over there that I don't know about. But, uh, you know, nonetheless, um, today's Father's Day and stuff like that, so uh, I don't know. What do you have going on today, my guy? Well, um, I ain't do nothing today. Just, I mean, I don't got no kids or anything, I mean. So that like, you know about? I've just been home. <laughs> He's funny. Nah, it's been a shitty day up here. It's just been raining all day, so yeah, I mean, these kind of days, I just stay home. I don't really, I don't like to go out on these rainy days. You know what I mean? You know, I got this uh, a friend of mine who's in New York. She was telling me about the rain going on. I was really surprised, but uh, you know, that's 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 neither here nor there. RC holding this up again. Friends, Willa, friends. Got friends in lower places. Ain't nothing wrong with that. All right. But, hey, I was kind of on my dad shit today, too, though, because uh, my light bulb went out in my crib in the kitchen, so I was over at Home Depot, and I felt like I was getting older by the day. But, anyways, fellas, let's get to these fights, man, because, like I said, we got an hour and 15 to rock this one out. So, um, let's get straight to it. Willie, you about to get jumped right now because your partner, JP, ain't here to help you. Tyson Fury and Tom Schwartz yesterday on ESPN Plus put on a show. Man, they put on a show. Tyson Fury came out, Apollo Creed look, coming to America style, red, white, and blue, well, minus the white, red, and blue, plus the regular lights, all over the venue of the MGM Grand, coming out party in Las Vegas for the very first time for the Gypsy King 1, Tyson Too Fast Fury. Look, man, I'm a very critical type of judge. I'm very nitpicky. Um, I can admit to my, I can admit to that. But yesterday's performance from Tyson Fury yesterday, in which the fashion was a second round TKO, with just under six seconds left on the clock. Uh, Tom Schwartz got his ass whipped yesterday. And, you know, I wasn't the biggest Tyson Fury fan for him blowing kisses and, and being a, a shrewd operator to Michaela Mayer. Not a fan of that. I didn't like that. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't rock with dudes who are home wreckers, you know? But nonetheless, I guess it was just nice compliments or whatever, so I'll just leave it at that. But yesterday, Tyson Fury went in that ring, and beforehand – they interview him backstage. I'm fighting for all the oppressed and depressed people out there. This is for you. 
So he's got the people over. I'm I'm having a, a a social experiment. Anytime I watch boxing with people who are not the biggest boxer fans at a at a fight party yesterday that I had, not at my place, at someone else's. As soon as he had said that backstage, people are nodding their head like, "All right, yeah, this guy's fucking." You know, I never seen this guy fight, but I heard about it. Like everyone's like, they're automatically right behind him. Then he comes out in all black, rips it off, got the Uncle Sam hat, Apollo Creed look. What was it, the James Brown? I mean, he was he, he got him over again. Everyone's going crazy for this guy. Like who the fuck? Like wow, this guy he, he so charismatic, charisma. And then, I mean, bro, <laughs> the man put on a clinic. He said he was going to knock him out in one. We obviously didn't believe that. But he got him out of there in two. And God damn it, Tyson Fury put on a goddamn show yesterday. Doing his best Muhammad Ali shuffle, swinging four times, missing. I'm going to give you a little shot to the gut. Bam, for your troubles with. And then a one-two, a one-two-three. You go down. I'm going to put you in the corner. You're going to quit. And that's all she wrote. I mean, Tyson Fury finished the fight yesterday. When you're playing a video game of combat sports, when someone else don't know how to use any other combination besides one that they just continuously use over and over, you might get caught with it. But it's just so simplistic, it'll land. And there you have it. Tyson Fury busted the man's nose, made him take a knee, put him in the corner, made him quit. He didn't do nothing. No argument from Tom Schwartz. You're in the corner. You're not throwing punches. You know what time that is. Now, going back to the grading aspect of things, this is the lineal heavyweight champion of the world, the man who beat the man. Point blank period, I give him an A++. For his performance yesterday And plus the Aerosmith Singing to his woman afterwards Me I'm a romantic kind of guy If I was a fighter and want to fight like that In fact in, in, in magnificent fashion Expertise type style Hey you know I might bust out A love song and things like that For my lady But nobody could do it like Tyson Fury That's why there's only One Tyson Fury well, I think that sums up my assessment of Tyson Fury. What did you think about yesterday's performance from the Gypsy King himself? Well, first of all, you know, I like the way that when we talk about guys like Canelo, you call him cheater. When we talk about guys that fail drug tests, you call him cheater. Nobody talks about mm. this guy. We Nobody keeps it real about that. When Canelo was the lineal champion, it wasn't that big of a deal. When Adonis Stevenson was the lineal champion, that wasn't a big of a deal. But now, all of a sudden, since Tyson Fury has no belts, I like the way that ESPN is pushing this lineal championship like it's real. Like, this has ever really been something that people have said. The lineal champion, he's just the lineal champion. Because he's not, you know. You know. Go ahead. And most jobs... In most jobs, when you retire, you lose everything. Especially when you retire because you failed a drug test for a banned substance. Then 
you get caught for steroid, I mean, for cocaine to sort of like, you know, try to, you know. Yeah. It's just very fishy on how this all whoa, works whoa, out. Whoa, 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 whoa. Is that a PAD, It's very fishy. A PAD, what you mean? What? PED, no, 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 you got drugs? No, no, no. See, that's the thing. That's the thing that people that that he sort of tries to hide, right? Just like when Floyd Mayweather got out of there at the IV gate. So the true facts are, you know, that he got he got caught with something else. It was called um, um, nadrolone or something like that. N a n nandrolone. It's he he something that his his brother got popped for also, right? So he got popped for he got popped twice. Nobody says anything about this, right? Also, I find it funny that when Adrian Broner or Floyd Mayweather puts their hands down and they disrespect their opponent, it's bad for boxing. When they're clowning around, especially against the bum, let Broner clown around against the bum or or or, or Mayweather or anybody like that. Let them clown around against the bum. They're disrespecting the sport. But when Fury does it, it's all good. Now, getting, you know, I just find all this, I just want to put that out there because I just find it all funny. I find it all funny that you can retire because you got caught cheating and you still hang on to something. I don't know how you can hang on to something, but, you know, but that's how that some people, you know, I guess he has the complexion for the protection because he's getting very protected, especially from my man RC who likes to call. Uh, Canelo Cambuterol, but says nothing about says there's only one Tyson Fury, but he that one Tyson Fury got hit on two drug tests. That's a cheat. I find that funny. But as far as Canelo got hit on guy, two drug tests himself for the same yeah the same the same test the same back to back test. These are two different things for two two different things. But hey, I don't really you know I just find a difference that. Some people get different different uh, treatment from the people. But as far as him fighting this bum, you know, a bum that didn't fight back, a bum that just was letting this guy hit him who wasn't throwing any punches, he looked great. A plus. You know, he looked good in there. As, you know, mm. he's out there. He's hitting him with uppercuts. You know, he's out there just doing what he's supposed to do. So, yeah, he gets 100%. That was an easy test. That was like one of those quiz. That wasn't even a test. That was a quiz. It's like one of those quizzes that you get on Wednesday. It's two questions. You know, you already. It, you. It, it was something that you went over on on Tuesday. You you studied. You you stayed awake that day, so you knew the answers. That was just an easy quiz. A plus, one hundred percent. You know, with a little extra credit for the for the knockout. You know, but that didn't show me shit. Last night didn't show me anything. Uh. It showed me that if you swing a Tyson Fury body, he's there to get hit. But hey, A plus. I like the way uh, I like the way that everybody's pumping this shit up, especially this lineal championship. They're just shoving down our throat. We hear what says the shit about lineal champion. It's unified. You know, being unified is the thing, or being undisputed. You know, that's what Klitschko was, right? He was unified. It was never, never really did they mention the lineal. You know, but all of a sudden, that's what we're—they're just shoving it down the people's throats. Oh, and y'all are buying it. Y'all are buying oh, this lineal man that beat the man bullshit with no belt because he got pop cheating, and he had to quit before the real news came out that he got hit for the banned substance, not just the cocaine. 
president. But that's neither here nor there. And JP is here. JP, JP's with us, so it won't be any double team foolery. <laughs> you lucky you showed up. I'll go to Janelle first, and then I mean, but well, I just want to, I just want to say real quick, like I mean, he beat the guy who was the champion for a decade. I mean, so I got a what? question for you, RC. So he beats the guy, and he retires for twenty years, and he comes back. He's the lineal champion. So when does when when does this cut off? Because there has been people who retired. You know, when does this cut off? So he's just the lineal champion boy, forever. Boy, if you retire, that's boy, not how it works. Your boy Floyd did it. Floyd did it. Whatever no, Floyd, Floyd has never been the back. Floyd's never been the lineal champion. Floyd ain't worried about lineal champion. That's not anything that you even worry. Floyd doesn't even care about that shit. Lineal champion and Floyd. Really? That's not what happens. We're talking about lineal champion. When you retire, how long do you get until you forfeit everything? Because I thought it was once you said I'm done with boxing, that means you forfeited everything. But for some reason, for this guy, it, he can go off for, what, two years? What was it, two years? Almost three years? Yeah. And then yeah, he can come back. Three. So if what, was it 10 years? So if he could come back, he could have came back when he was 55 and he's fighting for the lineal championship because he told y'all that? Man, fuck out of here. He retired. We all know what retired means. It means we're giving up everything because I don't really want y'all to go deep into the drug test that I failed. Uh, Not just the cocaine, uh, the PEDs, the performance enhancing drugs. Okay, well, uh, we'll, we'll look into the performance enhancing drugs you're talking about because you're acting like Tyson Fury showed up without a neck, like your boy Canelo out there did, and that's not the case. But uh, you know, we'll take we'll, uh, Janelle. We'll take it to Janelle. Janelle, you're willing throwing a whole lot of shade out here for a man who's fighting for the oppressed and depressed. And for people who who don't see a light at the end of the tunnel, giving 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 them hope, and became such a big star, and in fact donated his entire purse in a fight with Deontay Wilder, where the guy got viciously dropped. Somehow hey, where is this that? Where is the where is the uh, the proof of any of that? There is none because that was a lie. Y'all are falling for it. Everything he says is a lie. So where? Somebody showed me where he did it because he would have been a check. It would have been something. Where is this happening? He would have presented millions of dollars to somebody. That would have been a big-ass check. People would have been there to see that, especially since he said it. Where is the follow-up article to that? He just said some shit, and we're running with it like we're running with this lineal championship after he fucking retired because he got pop cheating. But hey, that's just the special treatment some people get. They can clown. They can put their hands down, and it's great for boxing. But when the when the brother man does it, it's bad oh. for boxing. He's a nuisance. This is a double standard. But yeah, let's get Janelle on there because I know some really big accusations, my friend. We know where Janelle's coming from, aka Samuel L. Jackson from Django. Janelle, talk to me, man. You you hear what's going on? A whole lot of shame be thrown out here from Houston, Texas side of the map. What was your thoughts on the performance of Tyson Fury yesterday and your thoughts about the rebuttal from one D. Willow Wilson? Huh? Hello? Janelle, Janelle. Huh? Just go to JP, man. We're, who knows what Janelle's yeah, doing? All right, now I'm about to get in tag team. All right, JP. No homo. What's going on, man? First and foremost, happy Father's Day to you. And. 
after the whole congratulatory nice greeting stuff, you can jump in on the rebuttals from one and the other of me and Willa about their fight, yes, or the fight yesterday between Tyson Fury and Tom Schwartz. Oh, yeah. Um, you're about to get tag-teamed. Just, you know, no pun. Um, <laughs> but, um, no, man, the shit was despicable. It was deplorable. Despicable. It was disgusting. I'm using all these D adjectives. Is there any more that we can add to it? Um, it was just outright disrespect, another hardcore fans. They completely disregarded damn another. They completely disregarded us in this whole Tyson Fury fiasco on ESPN. Now I predicted this you know months ago. I said, you know, this guy's for the sale. But I was I was up in it. You know, I was giving it its its props at that time. But when it really came to fruition and I seen the salesman Tyson Fury has to be. Dog, it's like, it's nasty. It's like, damn, you selling yourself. Because it's a sell. It's like, you know, you singing, you dancing. We getting suits made. I mean, you doing every Y'all taking pictures together. I mean, we, we bigging up this lineal talk. I mean, how much selling are we doing? You couldn't ham it up this much with anybody else. It's despicable. Mm. It's, it's nasty. It's just, it's commercial. It's all those things, man. It's like Walmart of boxing, you know, and it's like, really? Is, is this what we dumbing it down to? Like Tyson Fury doing kissy faces, getting suits made, and and singing Aerosmith songs after the fight. Is that what you want out your heavyweight champion? I like because it. my heavyweight entertainment. Very entertaining. Nah, man, this a little too much though, RC. You know, I get it, man. I I, I like entertainment, but I want my heavyweight champion to be nasty. You know, I want them to knock people out. That's what I'm here for. I ain't here what for did you do Bob. Oh, that was you know, a TKO, man. This this is Bob Saget. You know this this Bob Saget, man. This, this you know this Chris Farley with gloves. <laughs> you know I, I I don't know what's going on here. I I, I don't. That felt like a, a overproduced. That felt like a Beyonce concert, like production. We need tons of production to get this off. Well, call me and you the know, rest of America who's rocking with Tyson Fury the Beehive. Well, I'm going to call y'all that. But see, at a Wilder fight, you come for destruction. You come for comatose. You know, you come for somebody being concussed. You don't come for all these hmm. fucking theatrics in this fucking Broadway show we got. This shit is out of hand. This is worse than Prince Hamid. This is like had all the production. This is more production than I've ever seen. And you're supposed to use that production for welterweights, not the heavyweights, where you kill shit, where shit supposed to get knocked out. You don't need all this. And this is why I'm, I'm, I'm heated about it. 
you know. I want my heavyweight, like I say, man, and uh, we're going to make this um, a part of the Outsiders Boxing Podcast. I like my quarterbacks to look like Tom Brady. And that definitely didn't look like my heavyweight <laughs> champion last night with all that goddamn uh, production added to it. Yeah, yeah, your, to partner, your partner will don't like that. Too much production. Yeah, this ain't my show. Me. Too much production. You know, that's for the little guy. You know, but when you're a big killer, you you're six eight, three hundred pounds. You don't need this. You don't need that much help because you beat shit up. You're Mike Tyson. You're Deontay Wilder. You're Larry Holmes. You're even um, uh, Muhammad Ali. You know, you you put hands on shit. Even Mike Tyson. You know, Muhammad Ali felt like a butterfly, sting like a bee. It was all about being pretty. But in the midst of that, he was putting hands on shit. All day and night long. It ain't this. This is a Beyonce concert, and I'm done. Wow. Beyonce concert. All right, well. I I, I like the differentiated parts of the heavyweight division. Deontay Wilder, Alabama brother, knocks people out. That's J.P. Scott. Andy Ruiz eats Snickers. Joshua, English muffins, uh, doesn't have a back pocket for some weird reason, soft. And then you got essentially Big Floyd, a Big Floyd Mayweather at heavyweight who knocked a guy out yesterday, beat the shit out of him, looked good doing it. Muhammad Ali shuffling, blah, blah, ah, ah, Joshua, bang, give you something for your work. I mean, I gave the guy A plus plus. Even Willa, your partner gave him an A plus. Uh, JP, by his performance wise yesterday, hard for you to uh, give him anything less than an A. Would thou agree? Yeah, that's right. Got another. Oh a no, plus no, you talking five. about performance? Uh, performance. Yeah, mm-hmm. I got to admit, man. Uh, performance, I have to admit, yeah, he looked, he looked sharp. He looked sharp. But then again, who was he fighting? You know, goddamn, man, I don't know. No one knows German. who this guy is. No one knows who that guy is, man. That guy looked completely overmatched and just, you know, whatever. And I said it. And it was all going to be about entertainment. And Tyson Fury told you as much in all those uh, pre-fight interviews. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna do entertainment, entertainment, entertainment. That's what we here doing, man. And you know, us as boxing fans, we felt like this boxing thing is ours. It's a niche sport, and now it's being commercialized. And with the commercialization, you have the perversion of it. Oh. You know, you have the. Oh, I'm glad you brought that up. I'm glad you brought that up. Let me tell you, I put this in my notes and I forgot all about it. Tyson Fury could bring out a motherfucking crowd. Yesterday you had Shaq, Mark Davis, Saquon Barkley, Alex Rodriguez. Paid to be there. Yeah, who are the ESPN employees? ESPN employees. What you talking about? Who? Hey, we're gonna see the numbers are gonna come out soon, right? We'll see the numbers. That's all, and then we can. We'll see. No, you're gonna see. ESPN employees, Jalen Rose, Jalen Rose, A Rod, 
All them motherfuckers ESPN employees. ESPN employees. Nobody care about Jalen Rose. Fuck Jalen Rose. I don't fuck with Jalen Rose. But um but nonetheless, Star Power was out yesterday, fellas. Who's paying Shaq to be in the building? Who's paying Mark Davis, owner of the Oakland Raiders, your team, JP, to be in the building? Who's paying those guys? Las Vegas, those are free AGM tickets. Brand. Yeah, they were there. How free tickets? How do you know they're free tickets, Willis? Because I know. Because hey, Shaq ain't worried about no Tyson Fury, man. Like, are we serious? It's like, Shaq, hey, we need you to do an appearance at the MGM. Hey, we're going to pay you man, this, this, and that. Stop. And, hey, and you're getting free, free tickets to the fight, front row. Now, let me tell you. Let me tell you what it is, brother. I'm going to let you in on a little secret. Here's what it is. There's Let a lot know. of soft people out there. There's a lot of soft people out there in the world who look at Tyson Fury and say, "Oh wow, you know, I, I, I thought about killing myself once." This guy's fucking Batman to those people. He's Batman to them people, and charismatic, skilled, mouthpiece. Bro, he's a total package for a perfect 2019 audience of fans who are gonna run right behind this guy. Especially him with the American look, with the, the, the Creed pants and all that. I guarantee. Hey, a lot hey, of, I, a lot I don't want to cut you off right now. Hey, but I'm Go watching ahead. something, right? Oh, I'm watching Mayweather. I'm seeing Denzel. I'm seeing uh, I'm seeing Rick Ross. I'm seeing Sean Puffy Combs. And you talking about Shaq? A Rod? Come on, man! Some guy Mark Day. Come on, man! Hey, Rod, I'm seeing Bieber. History to get two, three hundred million dollar contracts, brother. Most people you've seen there work for ESPN. I don't know about all that. Hey, how are you falling for this, man? How are you falling for this, RC? A two-time cheat. A two-time cheat. All of a sudden, you want to call it? They said lineal champion. How many times do you think they said lineal champion last night? 75? More production than a Beyonce concert. More production than a Beyonce yeah, this, concert, homie. Like, come on, man. Like, this guy no, you don't come even on, throw man. a punch? Come on, you man. This punch, guy, come man. on. Well, uh, bro. Come on, now, dude. <laughs> it's going to be hard to land shot. I'll tell you what. Deontay Wilder better be on his shit because the rust is getting taken off a lot more and a lot more as Tyson Fury is continuously getting back from his layoff. And if Wilder ain't sharpening his shit up, this is going to be an easy washing for Tyson Fury. Let oh, me tell yeah. you that. We're we not saying that. See, that's what we got to differentiate. You know, I don't want this to get, you know, somebody who's emotionally attached out there to to be thinking that my disdain towards Fury has anything to do with him matching up versus Wilder. That's two different mm-hmm. conversations. Like I said, to me, this is fucking Polly Malinaji, 300 oh, pounds, 6'8". This is 300, 6'8", Polly Malinaji. Okay? All that cute shit, I don't want to see out of my giant heavyweight. This is me personally. You can have a different opinion. He's a spoiler. He's not here to fuck nobody up. He's not here to be destructive. He's not here to hurt anyone. He's here to spoil. The only reason that Deontay Wilder Fury fight had any fireworks to it because Deontay Wilder brought it. Otherwise, this guy was here to spoil, to make you miss, 
and to land some little whatever bullshit here and there, not enough to hurt anything, but just enough to make you say he landed. And that's just my opinion. I don't want it. I don't want Mm -hmm. it. I want my champ to look like, I want my quarterback to look like Tom Brady. And Tom Brady is as far as the heavyweight champion goes, is Deontay Deontay Wilder. He's the epitome of what it should be. I'm here to kill. I have no fucking, uh, I'm not apologetic about it. I'm here to kill. And if somebody kills me, so be it. That's what I want. But until then, I'm here to kill. Uh-huh. That's what I'm here for. Yeah. Period. Well, well, all I know at the end of the day is that the three top heavyweights were given showcases. One knocked his opponent out one round. The other knocked his opponent out in two rounds. And one got his ass knocked out in eight rounds. So cream of the crop, the crop will rise early 2020. And that's all that's important, as long as Deontay Wilder could get a. But let me say this real quick, out. RC. Let me say this real quick. Handle, Deontay handle, Wilder go got these. Deontay Wilder got these motherfuckers out of pocket. He got uh, he got Joshua over there having having panic attacks and doing all kind of shit. He got uh, Tyson <laughs> Fury, Tyson Fury over here with a Beyonce concert with a gang of production and doing Rocky uh, uh, theme type shit and. Singing and just just the hella out of pocket. So this is all the pressure Deontay Wilder is putting on these motherfuckers from his natural performance, from being destructive, from looking like your quarterback, from looking like Tom Brady, and I'm forcing these niggas to get hella out of pocket, to be hella out of character. Tyson Fury was dancing and singing and goddamn selling cars last night. And that's what the effect of Deontay Wilder's natural destructiveness. I'm done. All right. Well, any final thoughts you got on this one right here? I know you're throwing a lot of shade, and all of a sudden you care about cheaters. So uh, I'll let you. No, know. no, no. I don't care. Hey, you do it. Hey, I'm not. I'm not. I've always said, hey, when it comes to Tyson Fury, he's good for the game. But it's just the double standards hmm. that we see. And it, but but last night it, I might have. I don't know if this is good. I can I, I agree with JP. I don't know if this is that good for the game right now. What he's doing, he's sort of – it's like he fought a bum last night. Like all that to fight a bum, it just seemed like it was a little too much. They're doing a little too much. and We'll see. I like the way that he low-key, I think, ducked Wilder. You know, they said the fight is going to happen, but he said he's going to have another fight. I don't know when the Wilder – Ortiz fight is scheduled for, but I thought, but I didn't think it was that late. So he's saying he's going to fight again, and now they're not going to fight again until early next year. So we're going to see, we're going to see how that how that goes. But as far as Tyson Fury, man, you know, I didn't. He he looked good in there. He looked great, but the overall, the optics of everything and what was going on, it just seemed, it just seemed sort of whack. Yeah, you a hater. You ever seen the Chappelle show Player Haters Ball? You and nope. JP should have been on that. You guys would get Buck Nasty, Fuck You, uh, Leonard Johnson, and all them guys would run for their money. Y'all some haters, man. And I, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a biggest Deontay Wilder fan as the both of you. I like this style, but hey, yesterday what Tyson Fury did. When did I say Wilder? Else I haven't said Wilder one yeah. time. So what, this is what I'm saying has nothing to do. No, 
No, I haven't said I haven't insinuated anything about Wilder the whole time. I'm just talking about what he what we saw. Well, I'm saying that I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah you are. Stop I'm it. tripping. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm tripping. <laughs> you ain't fooling me. <laughs> We've been working together too long, buddy. But all I know is there's only one Tyson Fury, and you can't replicate. And he failed two drug tests. See, there you go, Willis. Why you gotta rain on a parade? It ain't, it ain't even been 24 hours yet, man, and you're over here talking about drug tests. But when Canelo's selling drug tests, what do you do? Eh, you know, boys will be boys. Eh, you know, the, 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 uh, where's the difference? Where's the line drawn? Hey, I'm just stating the fact. <laughs> I, haven't said, I haven't said anything about it, you know? Yeah, I haven't gone either way. Didn't. You know, I'm just saying, hey, the fact is, he failed two drug tests. One of them was for cocaine. I don't know about all that. The other one was for what I say, man. Like honestly, no, but the like, other one, the other one was the PED. That's the thing. Mm. Well, I don't know about all that. I got, I got to look at the facts. I'm not sure about that. All I, all I know is about yeah. the, the cocaine look it up. and the cocaine. Yeah, the I cocaine know. Don't really That's why he retired. Nothing. No, he retired because ain't, ain't shit else to do. No, he retired. Nobody else want to fight. So he wouldn't be talking about it. He beat the man. Joshua didn't want to fight him. Wilder didn't want to fight him. What are you supposed to do? What are you supposed to do? Come on now. Anyway, moving along here, folks, as we got time restrictions going on, let's talk about yesterday's fight between Jesse Hart and Sullivan Barrera. Yesterday, there was a referee that was involved in the fight yesterday that I had a real big problem with. This fucking guy... What's his name? Jay Nady was one of the... He reminded me, if anybody ever watched the movie Django with Jamie Foxx, great movie. There's a fight scene in that movie that was going on in which Leonardo DiCaprio was essentially a Bob Arum type getting fighters to go down. And yesterday, Jay Nady reminded me as if there was a referee involved in that time. Call Sullivan Barrera's son and... I mean, as much as the fighters need water after each round, Jane Eighty probably needed a little bit more water. He gets pissed off at the holding, and I mean, just a, a real pain in the ass as far as the referee goes. Sullivan Brer really got tagged up in that fight, major part because, you know, in the second round, Jane Eighty was 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 telling Barrera, "Next time you hold, I'm gonna take a point away." So sudden. Floyd Mayweather is lucky that he was not fighting with this guy being officiating. He'd have lost his fucking mind after the first two minutes. Guy was very loud, rude, disrespectful, and really just a pain in the ass type of ref. I might have accidentally put off a long a long loop on accident, quote unquote, next time he got close talking that nonsense. But it definitely played a part in the fight. Juan Carlos over on OTG Boxing was bringing it up on the group on Facebook. Talking about it, and uh, you know, he was just uh, I never seen Jay Nady officiate before, but he wasn't playing no games yesterday, and it definitely went to the detriment of uh, one Sullivan Barrera because he got tagged up uh, by certain punches because he was not given the gratitude of being able to, you know, we all know clinching is, is not legal, but you know, dirty tactics not dirty tactics necessarily, but but just tactically wise speaking. 
evading some of these big shots, you can get, you know, you you get a little something thrown in there, things like that. But very entertaining undercard fight for Fury and Schwartz that came about. And, I mean, it was very entertaining from the first round until it ended. Uh, I like uh, uh, the performance by Jesse Hart yesterday against the 37-year-old Sullivan Barrera uh, was impressive. But the guy thinks he's better than he actually is, and I don't see him beating any of the champions as he's moving up in weight, uh, uh, picking up the W yesterday. But I don't see much moving forward from this guy. Well, what was your thoughts on the fight yesterday that had happened? Because Solomon Barrera showed a lot of dog in him yesterday, and when I thought he was going to just fold, he did not. And your thoughts on the official Jay Nady, who was, as I say, a referee from back in the Django time. Well, I didn't. Um, I wasn't. I wasn't able to listen to it. Uh, I was in and out, moving around while I was watching it. But uh, so I didn't see anything. I did see the referee. Uh, Sullivan Barrera got knocked down and the referee said it was a push. That was uh, right. That happened, correct? Yeah. Yeah. So. No, this nigga I, RC, I, man. Yeah, I, <laughs> I saw that. But I didn't know. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was just a whack fight, man. Uh, Hart, I don't think is that good. Uh, I think I've seen him lose before. Um, we know Sullivan Barrera isn't that good and he's old. So you know, I didn't. I really wasn't. Up, I really wasn't paying attention too much to that fight. I really couldn't even tell you who won. It looked like Hart. It looked like Hart was winning, but he wasn't really. He was just throwing one punch at a time. You know, yeah. He seemed like he was very cocky in there, and he didn't really look that good. Yeah. So, you know, I don't know. I just have to. Uh, that's all I got on that one. But I did see. Didn't he get? Didn't Sullivan get knocked down? And then the ref said it was a push. Uh, no, he did get knocked down. The ref, it, it was, uh, it, it was, uh, it was a push, but it was a knockdown at the same time. But he, he called it a push. But I think that, uh, Barrera was on his way down. Uh, you know, eh, you know, it, it, it was, uh, it was what it was. I, you had Andre Ward on commentary, you know, one of the smartest, wisest, just, you know, if he can't do it, nobody can. So, you know, he was talking about Solomon has never been knocked out. So, you know, I never knocked him out. So nobody on earth could. You know how Andre Ward is. But, yeah, he did get rocked. And Jesse Hart did push him down a little bit. But I thought it was a knockdown. Referee caught it a slip. So, uh, but there was also another time. What was the other instance that had happened in the fight where uh, he had, uh, it looked like he had uh, caught a short hook in later in the mid fight, and uh, and you know I had a it was a questionable knockdown so to speak, but that's when I said Jay Nady had called him son because he's like bro he pushed me I slipped and Jay Nady said I called it a knockdown so it's a knockdown son Django ref but uh, JP you've seen the fight uh, and I mean what what was your thoughts on this what was not impressed he called it a bum off and all that stuff like that I like to see entertainment. And it was an entertaining fight yesterday, in my opinion. What do you think about the fight yesterday between Jesse Hart and uh, Sullivan Brown? Uh, somewhat, you know, I guess semi-competitive. <clears throat> what you've seen out of Sullivan Barrera was a guy who shot one. You know, too much sparring. You know, you can imagine being sparring with Gennady. To all kind of, I, I can imagine Sullivan Barrera being part of a lot of high-level sparring for the past 10 years. 
Um, here's what I don't understand about Sullivan Barrera. Now, last night, like I said, a lot of production. So with production comes a lot of storyline. And Sullivan Barrera's storyline last night was that he's a Cuban refugee, right? He hopped on the raft and with 30 or 300 whatever people, and he made it over. He went to Mexico and then found his way down to the States and found some training and made his way. And all this is for his daughter, Juliana, I believe her name was. Here's my thing. How come you escaped Cuba and all this shit, but you leave your daughter and you could never see her again? They said he FaceTimes her. Is that better? That you over here, you know, you out here, you know, somewhat of a champion and some contender and getting some checks. You know, no doubt getting checks. But you can never see your daughter again. I guess you can send money or whatever. So I need that explained to me. But, you know, Jesse Hart, nobody to be taken seriously. You can see his discipline isn't where it needs to be. And I think Andre Ward touched on that. He just beat up a guy who's 36 years old, who's had a lot of battles in the gym and had some on the big stage. Solomon Rare, 36 years old, you know, fought to get here, fought when he was here, and had some, you know, then got some pretty, you know, good beatings on the big level, Andre Ward and other guys. And, you know, his time, his time's up as far as that goes. But Jesse Ward gets the victory, but I don't think he's anybody as far as a contender. Can he beat Zerto Ramirez? Sure, I'd, I'd watch the fight if you give me that on a, a random Saturday. I'm watching it. I'm there. Matter of fact, I'm, 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 I'm going to take time out to watch that fight. It's that good to me. I'm not paying for it by any means. Um, I'm not going to tell friends about it. There's nothing on that level. But for you know, a hardcore, semi-hard fan, it's enough for you to say, hey, you know, I'm, I'm going to sit down on tonight and I'm going to get my favorite whatever I like to do when I watch a fight. And that's about it. Other than that, you know, to do with Jesse Hart, I don't think he's going to be competitive in the weight class and, you know, whatever. So that's my take. Yeah, De- Jesse Hart to me isn't any good. The Kenny Zordo would, would beat the hell out of him, I think. But we'll see. You know, you never really know. But I don't think he's that good. Uh, hmm. Who know about all that? And you act like you can whoop the guy's ass or something, Willa. I like to let me hit the lotto. Let me hit the lotto, and I'll put Jesse Hart versus Willa in Houston, Texas. One million dollars each. Uh, could I beat Jesse Hart in the boxing ring? How how, how big are these guys again? Yeah, I probably could. <laughs> I was gonna say I got your back though. So in case he does knock you out, then I'm jumping in the ring like you know, like uh like like uh, uh um like Roger did against uh, Zab Judah when he had uh, low blow Mayweather and shit. You know, so lucky for you. I got you back, so you ain't gonna lose anyway. Well, well, I appreciate that, man. But yeah, I think I could get hard. Hard doesn't really. I mean, 
keep it real, I probably can't beat him in the boxing ring, but he's that doesn't mean he's good compared to these guys. They've been in a bare knuckle you know, fight. They've been in a bare knuckle fight. We'll talk about yeah, that the streets, on the streets. I can get him. In the streets, <laughs> yeah. I can get Jesse Hart. But in, in the boxing no, ring, I, hey, yeah, no, he's probably, he probably you, beat though. me I, up. I think that guy... I think that guy thinks he's a lot better than he is, bro. I don't really see him as the good, so I'm with you on that. And, uh, yeah, we are moving along after this because you're on fire right now, Willis, and I'm going to let you take the reins for this one because I did not get to see this one yesterday, but I had to put it in the listing of the show as far as the Warrington gift that you talked about. So uh, before we talk about uh, Torticos and Tabiti and the knockout that the doctor gave, I want you to go in on that one real quick and give your thoughts on this gift that Warrington received because he picked up a strap yesterday with being given the gift. Go ahead, Willis. Yeah, most definitely. Oh, so Warrington versus King uh, Galahad, that boy was, uh, you know, we went into the fight. I'm saying Warrington might be the real deal. I like what I see. Um, you know, this was going to be a good fight. Uh, Kid Galahad, I, I like what I saw from him. He was, uh, he, you know, he switched stands, does a lot of crazy work. He's in there, in and out, looking good. I knew this was going to be a good fight, and it definitely was. Uh, to me, it was a, you know, I think they were they were fighting in uh, Warrington's either hometown or home country, right? So he are, he had the little he had the the advantage there, and he won a split decision uh, victory. What I saw, you know, Kid Galahad uh, is the real deal. Um, you know, we know Warrington beat Frampton and Shelby his last couple of fights, but Galahad had him in there looking very plain and simple. You know, he was throwing a lot of punches. He landed here and there. You know, it wasn't just a washing, but, you know, Kid Galahad got that, man. Um, good fight. I hope they do it again, but I doubt it. And the way it sounded, it doesn't seem like – you know, um, Galahad thinks he can. He's even going to get the fight again uh, anytime soon. So you know, remember, Warrington was the champion. So this wasn't. I don't. Uh, it wasn't for any kind of unification or anything. It was just to see if he's ready for the big dogs over there in the USA, like Valdez. I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe he's in that division like that. I, I don't think he's. He's not ready for that. He lost that fight. This guy, Galahad, is somebody that you probably want to check out uh, when he comes back up again. He's the real – I think he's the real deal. You know, he's a real slick guy. He switches back from orthodox to southpaw. Um, Got some good, strong punches, you know, for these little dudes. And he's uh, really herky-jerky, does a lot of holding, you know, does a lot of that fluid technique where he's going to hit you with the jab and then come in and get close and hold. You know, he's pretty damn good, man. And he had Warrington looking regular. Uh, like uh, JP like to say, regular, regular out there. So, you know, it was a good fight, though. Willis, hot take right there. I knew it had to be something that you wanted to get off your chest because I seen you post about it yesterday, so I wanted you to run that one because I was not able to check it out. Um, but uh, uh, So, yeah, and you said uh, you said Valdez was in the mix. What, what weight were these guys? Are you talking about Oscar Valdez? Yeah, Oscar Valdez, right? So, uh, Frampton, is, these are little yeah. dudes. So, what are they, one? They're like 130, uh, 125. Uh, yeah. Little guys. Yeah, Carl. Like, yeah. Let me look it up real quick. Oh, 125. Sure. I'm sorry. Yeah, 125. Yeah, these are talking about. Well, they're talking about uh, Oscar Valdez moving up. They're talking about 130. So yeah, it was definitely 125. Okay. Yeah. 
said, he's a little dude, so yeah, I don't think he's ready for that. All right, all right. Well, yesterday, uh, moving along, we had the World Boxing Super Series go on uh, over in La Tibia. You had the Ali Trophy Cruiserweight semifinal with Yanir Dortigos and Andrew Tabiti, and bro, that knockout, <laughs> one of the most impressive ones you could see. And uh, I mean, it was a it was a, a great a great knockout. I liked what I seen. The doctor knockout gave gave that boy Breeders them sleep medicine. He gave him that. Oh, you 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 got insomnia? Here, take this with you. Bam! Right hand straight down the pipe. Put him to sleep. One of the most spectacular knockouts you could see for the weekend. And guy was flat on his back. To give you a good description of what the top of the, the, the ceiling of the venue looked like over in La Tibia. Uh It was an impressive fight. I liked what I seen yesterday. Uh, it didn't really get the most press, you know, but um, it was only a second round. Got him out of there. And a pretty good showing over that they had in La Tibia for the Super Series. I'm really liking this Super Series that they got going on. Great venue, great uh, a crowd from both sides and others involved with and uh it was a it was quick work but uh you know easy work as you like to say Willa and uh and he got him out of there with that big right hand good night Irene take this with you I'll talk to you later but uh what was your thoughts on that knockout that you seen yesterday well uh yeah I just saw the knockout man I didn't see the fight at all I saw him sleep the guy had him you know snoring a sleeper with that right hand, but it looked like he was <laughs> got, but it looked like he was more, more fucked up. So I don't know if it was easy work or not. Right. I mean, cause it looked like, wasn't he bloodied up? Looked like he was bloodied and he was crying afterwards. Like he might've been like, it might've been a close fight. I, I mean, I don't, I mean, I don't know though. I didn't, I didn't watch it, but that was a good, yeah, same here. Good I knockout. knockout, bro. Okay. Massive right hand yeah. KO by the doctor though. Caught him. Basically he was hooking, it wasn't hooking with a hooker, but he was trying to hook and caught one right down the pipe. Vicious knockout, put him down, and went straight to his back. And, uh, yeah, you know, it was uh, one of the impressive finishes that we've seen yesterday. And uh, just just want to give him a shout-out for that. It was really impressive. But you and I, we didn't check it out. We just seen the highlights and can't really comment much on it. But um, uh, we'll give him credit for that and uh, see where he moves forward and long in this, this – uh, this super series that's going on. It was very impressive. Uh, I know all of Cuba was very happy. We had uh, Eric the fan from over at uh, uh, OTG show was texting me about it early in the day. It happened probably about, man, um, it, it must have, uh, it, it happened real early. Um, if I look back on it right now, um, he had texted me that when it happened about 2 o'clock. No, actually, that was the 10th round knockout. That's right. It was the 10th round stoppage. Uh, so he got him in the 10th. So, yeah, he was. He, he, it must have been a war going on if dude was all buddy and shit. I was mistaken for thinking it was the second round. That was a different fight. But that was the 10th round stoppage, and I know all of Cuba could celebrate that one. But um, just me and you here now, Willa. Um, I, I was looking for um, some classic romantic music when I could talk about the Michaela Mayer fight going on, but I couldn't find one that I really wanted to see uh, or or hear involved with. 
but I was definitely looking for something that could be uh, a setting of the mood type deal. Because yesterday, uh, early in the morning, well, not early in the morning, I woke up a little late yesterday, but uh, an article, or not article, but ESPN, what they put out yesterday from uh, Michaela Mayer and Coach Al Mitchell. And uh, I learned a lot yesterday that I didn't know about Michaela Mayer. For a troubled adolescent, uh, divorced parents, troubled teenage girl who uh, was in a split family, and, you know, you had pictures of Michaela pouring a bottle of Grey Goose with a pack of cigarettes in her bra, and, you know, she had uh, some pink-tipped hair like my girl Alexa Bliss. I thought that was uh, fitting. And after I've seen that, I advise everyone to check the ESPN post that they put out yesterday with Kayla May. Only five minutes, something like that. But, um, you know, it uh, brought a little tear to my eyes. I'm not going to lie. I was over here like Terrell Owens talking about Tony Romo, talking about that's my quarterback. That's my fighter. That's my fighter. And yesterday, Kayla Mayer was in her very first her very, very first 10-round fight that she had yesterday. And, I mean, uh, what what people could look at from the, the standpoint of the, the standout that they had, Argentinian Elizabeth Crespo, who wasn't afforded of having her trainer in her corner for visa issues. So she had a backup trainer, whatever, whatever, Excuses or not, don't care. But I like the the uh, coaching advice by Al Mitchell in the fourth round, somewhere around there. He was telling her, go for the hook, but aim for the shoulder because the way she ducks, you're going to catch her flush on the chin. And she definitely caught her flush on the chin about three or four times in the fight. And Michaela Mayer uh, looked a lot better than she did in her previous fight. And, you know, Michaela came out in interviews saying, I'm the Ronda Rousey of boxing. And, I mean, bro, she had, I think she gained, when I looked at her, I'm obviously a a fan of her work and see her following on social media. I think she got a boost of about 6,000 followers after that fight had happened yesterday. And stardom is on the rise. For one, Michaela, Jocelyn, Mayer, and she put on a clear-cut, easy words, washing of one, Elizabeth Cresco, who I got a problem with. At the end of the fight, when they're getting ready to, to interview Michaela Mayer, Elizabeth Cresco was putting her flag out in front of Michaela while she's getting interviewed by Christina Poncher. And she was saying something. I could not hear what she said, but she was obviously talking in Spanish. And she said something, and it seemed like she was just throwing a little bit of shade, being very disrespectful afterwards. Bitch, you lost the fight fair and square. Don't be disrespecting one like that. Show some class. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, yeah. Yeah, maybe I shouldn't have said that. But regardless, Michaela washed her. 
she was mad. She lost, hold that L like a woman should. And, you know, I enjoyed myself watching that fight yesterday. I was a little upset that I had paid for ESPN Plus because I thought Michaela was going to be on ESPN Plus. That's the only reason I paid for it. But she was on ESPN too, and very smart, very smart the way Bob Arum did this. Why have Michaela Mayer on the undercard of the ESPN Plus app when you could headline her on ESPN2 for the world to see? And then when you go to the app following up, you just got the undercard in Tyson Fury. Yesterday was easy work in her first ever 10th round fight, and she's now 11-0. God bless the man who created this woman. And McKenna Mayer is moving forward. She's going to get about one more fight before she gets in a title contention with uh, Katie Taylor, I believe, they're talking about. So they're getting ready to pick up a strap after one more fight. So Michaela Mayer on her way, and I'm leading the flag. Riding, I'm driving the bus, captain of the ship, holding the MM banner, flag, all that. And yesterday... I've seen a masterful performance by Michaela Mayer using her size, reach, and not only that, adjustment mid-fight. Because, you know, Elizabeth Kreshko, she was throwing some hooks. She was fighting. She reminded me of a Sean Porter type of a fighter. And she tried to make it an ugly dog fight. But the, and, and honestly, you know, I think Michaela lost the first round. Was a little un- she was uh, trying to find her way, get settled in, and Cresco, as I mentioned, a fighter like Sean Porter, she made it ugly, but it didn't work much longer after that first round. And Michaela Mayer picked up a victory. Now, Will, you know, I was really hyped to watch this fight yesterday. You informed me that she's about to come on. I thought that I was going to miss something. That's why I got the ESPN Plus app. But I'm sure since you knew that I was going to come on ESPN two before me, you were able to catch this fight. We got to give the women boxing love out here on the Outsiders Boxing Podcast before we get ready to wrap up. So what was your thoughts on the performance from one? Michaela Jocelyn Mayer. Oh, man. Hey, I didn't I didn't see that fight. I just knew she was coming on because the uh, she was headlining the, uh, you know, the undercard. So that was it, man. But I know she's going to – she'll be able to watch – she'll be able to watch Katie Taylor, right? Katie Taylor is uh, – She's a little – she's heavier, I believe. We just saw what she did against the longer, you know, a long jabbing, you know, type of type of chick. So, yeah, she – that should be easy work for her. Uh, you know, I'm not really interested in seeing people, you know, Michaela Mayer fight these bums right now. It's time for her to go ahead and, and step it up. It's her time. Let's see it happen. I want to see her fight some of the big girls. All right, all right, all right, fair enough, fair enough. Well, you could at least comment on the uh, ESPN piece put out because, uh, you know, last time I tried to give a birthday shout-out to Al Mitchell. You said, well, what, what is this, RC? You giving shout-outs to guys you don't even know? But, uh, yeah, I thought it was a great piece put together by ESPN. Shout-out to Coach Al Mitchell. And Michaela Mayer, what they got going on? I thought it was beautiful. Brought a tear to my eye, Will. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't take it that far, you know. But I would say 
it had it, it gives me a new a newfound respect for Michaela Mayer and what she was uh what she was doing out there. You know, she's out here boxing and working, going hard in the gym. You know, so hey, she did her thing. Uh, that was a good piece by ESPN. You know, I'm glad that you were able to see it. So I, you know, I saw it and I sent it to you because I knew, you know, this was going to touch you, and it did. So, uh, but they did a good job. You know, like JP said, there was a lot of production when it came to this uh, this card this this weekend, and she was a part of it. So she got a, she got her story told, which is excellent, and she looked good. I guess she looked good in there, and so we'll see what happens when she gets a you know a title shot. But she's got a bright future. Yep, she definitely does. And boy, did it ever touch me! Let <laughs> me tell you, uh, great, 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 great performance yesterday by Michaela Mayer. Um, awesome performance, man. But uh, well, um, since we're on a short day today, JP had family show up and had a bounce. You know, I had family show up, but uh, this is a priority to me. I had to put this one out. Um, and uh, especially with everything involved with it all, you got the heavyweight movement getting a lot of clout right now. You have the women's movement of boxing doing big things. And, I, I mean, it was just something that had to be prioritized. I couldn't let these fights go without giving the justice due outside uh, people's perspectives from the Outsiders Boxing Podcast. Um, is there anything we missed, Willa, before we get ready to wrap this one up here? And... uh and get ready for the the midweek show. I'm really excited about the midweek show, by the way, too, because uh, we have the Pauli Malinazzi bare knuckle fight against Conor McGregor's boy that I think is going to be very highly representative coming from the boxing fan standpoint against a UFC guy, you know, boxing UFC, but we're taking the gloves off. We're going straight bare knuckle style. I'm really excited for that one coming Wednesday. But is there anything else we missed here before we get ready to close up here? No, I think that was it, man. I think the only big news that I think that the Gar- Garcia Garcia has been, I think they, they might have agreed to it officially or something like that. But, uh, you know, we'll be seeing that fight. I think Charlo's fighting next weekend. Um, supposed to be fighting Harrison, but we know Harrison chickened out. So, you know, we got to talk <laughs> about that. We'll talk about Malinaji. We'll see what's up. So, yeah. We'll be back on Wednesday. That's right. That's right. That's right. I'll leave the Garcia Garcia for the midweek show. You'll be able to get into that one, and we'll 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 get ready to set the fire, the campfire, get all the utilities ready to go for that fight before we put in predictions and stuff like that. Because that was a big announcement, and then it happened. Very embarrassed that little Garcia is trying to get in the ring with DSG Garcia. Can't wait to get into that one. But, fellas, it is Father's Day. We are here for a short time, and we are coming up towards our end right now. So I want to thank Willa and JP for uh, doing this one over here on a beautiful Sunday, knocking this one out for the boxing public. I'll be sure to like and share. Give a comment. Give a feedback. Anything you got to say about us. If we miss something, if we don't, if you don't like what we say about something, let us know, and we'll try to do whatever we can to make up for any adjustments if needed. But this is the Outsiders Boxing Podcast. As Willis says, the realest talk 
in all of boxing where we hold no gloves back, hold no punches, and we let you know what's really going on. So, speaking for myself in the San Joaquin Valley of Central California, Houston, Texas, Inglewood in Southern California, New York for the short stint that we had with <laughs> with, with uh, my man Janelle. We are the Outsiders Boxing Podcast. Michaela Mayer, when you're done with boxing, girl, I got a big rock for you. And we're out of here. <laughs> Peace out, fam. Mama, I love you. P.O.P. All the time.